0: Hi, this is Nancy Zibel, Dear Pod superfan from Cheshire, Connecticut. And welcome to the Deer Pod
1: First Anniversary Special!
2: Practical and Princeton can go get bent.
3: I have a pet jaguar. I do. Yeah. Don't you? No? You
2: don't? Anyway, I think he's gay. And I did judge it before I went up to the bar. I was like, ugh, why are we having it at a Crappy Sons of Italy? can I have a vodka tonic? And they're like, that'll be 50 cents. And I was like, how do I join the Sons of Italy?
0: What can I say? It truly is one of those podcasts that when it comes onto my feed, all the other ones go out of the way.
2: So he sneezed (laughs) through the seats and it went in my mouth, it went in my mouth.
3: There's no room for my knives.
2: I don't know why he won't speak up about what he wants. I don't understand. So the husband I don't isn't. like
3: wallpaper. <laughs> I don't like tile
2: that's
4: sad. I killed a guy in Muskegon.
5: They are funny. as hell. They're just a perfect combination together. And the thing I love is how good both of them are at improv.
2: Patrick, why are we talking about this in front of the rum balls? Oh. Wait, did he swallow it? He just like chewed and <laughs> swallowed really it. He ate, ate it. it. Kind of no! like... <laughs> no! Look, I like to buy organic, but I have a limit. And so when Dear Pod came along and I heard it was an Anne, Dear Abby Ann Landers, I thought, oh my gosh, we've got the gay, like I've got, we've got the snarky, we've got the dry. It's It's like Christmas morning.
6: How every podcast begins with Aaron and Patrick just ripping each other to shreds. Why is
4: everybody shaking their head at me? What are I doing? You don't know
6: anything. It's offensive. It's like someone that farts in your eyes.
4: Bad
2: place to stand! (laughs) Bad place to stand! (laughs) Dear dumbass. I have not remarried, but I am very happy. Hey, Mr. Producer, look up corncob ass wiping. But
0: every time she just finishes her letter and says Ann, the way she says it, it doesn't matter how many times I hear it, I just go into laughter and hysterics.
1: Ann Landis! Dear
2: Paul. one scarf she's got five more scarves attached to it and they all look fantastic and they're all from chico's have you been watching my um my press conferences
3: well i've only seen the one do you have more than one? Oh, i think friday
2: two? uh yeah i think i'm gonna do another one tomorrow we're trying to find the right time to do it to get the ultimate viewing uh for anybody who's listening at home i've been doing liza minnelli press briefings twice a week On the State of the Union, Liza's plans to reopen the country. That was Friday. I don't know if you tuned in for that. It was a a happy hour Friday show where it was Liza's press briefing. These are my five steps to open the country up again. (laughs) I can't remember offhand what they were. Oh, I said, um, we're going to bring back sports, uh, just Hialai. Because we haven't, just Hialai. J I A A L A I. Hi, A lie! No one's as high as my lie. My ally can't get any higher. I'm telling you. I had it elevated two years ago. Great surgeon. What were the other steps? It was uh, the five steps to open the country. I know the last step was a jazz, a box step. It's just the final. Forward, cross, back, back. Um. Oh, uh, I said, you said, uh, e- yeah, because ESPN is now only like they're so down to the bare bones that they're just uh, broadcasting cockfighting. Like fuck it, air the dog fights for <laughs> ESPN. Like, going,
3: going back into the vault. They're like, I don't know. How about yards? Can we do yards? <laughs> yes, we're apart. So we're at least twenty-five feet. Hopefully.
2: Well, we had curling from 1986. Just we're we're gonna go back into the vaults. We're gonna bring everything out, everything archived. Like think of how many ESPN channels there are. There's like seven of them: ESPN Two, ESPN Desperado, or whatever that one is. Um, the
3: ESPN Classic.
2: Yeah, everything is ESPN Classic now. Yeah, that's you know I haven't been in a hotel in a good goddamn time. But every time you turn on a hotel television you have to sift through 12 channels of espn
3: yeah i that's what i get so confused i feel like i've turned into my mother every time i try to turn the tv at a hotel i'm like i don't i i that's it this doesn't i this doesn't seem to work i can't get it
0: off the sport
2: where's the guide where's the i just want to see the guide (laughs) i keep rotating between friends and seinfeld and five espn channels
3: it's my perfect nightmare i don't really like to watch friends anymore Seinfeld has never been part of my repertoire, and sports, I just flatline. If it's on for longer than two seconds, I start to, like, just slowly fade away and die.
2: But then when you're in a hotel, do you ever find yourself just watching that channel that's like, here's what's happening in the hotel today? Yes. <laughs> I, I find it very relaxing.
3: Well, I also like, like, that's not the lobby. Who the fuck are these people? (laughs) These people don't come here.
2: (laughs) They're like, pull some Getty images of a Marriott lobby. This is a Red Roof Inn. I didn't see that lobby. I'm
3: I'm determined to find whatever fucking room they're featuring in this montage because it's definitely not the one that I'm sitting
2: in. (laughs) Enjoy this continental breakfast. Those muffins don't look like that at all. At all. (laughs) They got those muffins from a Wawa. They opened them up and they just put them out. They've been sitting there for 10 years. Hi! Hello! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, how are you, by the way?
3: Me? Yeah, you! Um, Oh, I'm fine. (laughs) Um, I have have not done my Keone.
2: I did. I do it live with him. It tethers me to a time frame of my day. That's the only thing that grounds me. Other than that, it's a free-for-all. Did you see that I tagged him? in our first post where we mentioned him and he said, mahalo, thanks for the good vibes. And I geeked out. It was as if I met the president, like he acknowledged <laughs> me and I got way too excited. And I have been in quarantine way too long.
3: <laughs> he sent me a message and he said, silent scream. I love it. Oh. Cause we're talking about the silent scream. when we- You do like the, the, uh, um, the ab core shit when you just can't scream.
2: (gasps) So he, like, actually listened to our episode? I guess so. (gasps) Patty! He's following us on Instagram, by the way. He's following Dear Pod.
3: Oh.
2: Oh my god, I got chills. What's wrong with me? (laughs) This is my quarantine celebrity crush, is Kiyoti, and he wrote Silent Scream to you? Does he know Mm -hmm. that, like, we've taught we're gonna... (laughs) Like, the like the five episodes that follow that episode, he's in every episode, and he's going to call the cops. Thank God for this quarantine. Otherwise, I'd be worried I had a stalker if I were him. Stalking must be way down right now.
3: I guess. I did just watch Two Homeless People. I felt like I was in the, the movie Pretty Woman when um, Laura San Giacomo goes up to Rachel on the street. She's like, hey, yo, Rachel, this is my corner. <laughs> And it, you know, and it's like the two prostitutes are arguing of like who can be in front of like what whatever store. Yeah. It was a homeless man in a wheelchair next next to a homeless man who's begging for change. He's like, "Hey, I've never seen you here. I'm here every day." And I was <gasps> like, "Wait a minute, I know this movie, but you're supposed to be prostitutes." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you're
2: watching a turf war happen in front of you, but <laughs> like, nobody can get huh. away quickly. wow you know what that's called that you just saw theater of the living
3: it's what i like to call the new hell's kitchen
2: it's hell's kitchen 2.0 i
3: have i think i've told you this i've never seen so many unsolicited in live dicks in my life but it's you it's normally followed by urine because it's just people are now like Hey, good morning. And then just like a dick in the street, just relieving themselves. What? I'm like, oh, wow.
1: You, you I'm like, wow.
3: We're this. not even, we're like, are not even a bush. Not even, we're not even hiding anymore. <laughs> we're just turning into the street as if the street is now a canal and you're just urinating in it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Wait, so
2: are they, you never told me this. People are just whipping out, walking around. Is this they're the next extern- level?
3: So instead of like using the payphone as your urinal. Now they'll just go to the street and pee in it.
4: Oh, good. It's, okay.
3: It's the most, but it's like, it's as if like they've taken their pants off and now they're urinating or it's like, it's not like they're ashamed of anything.
2: No. Cause they're not worried about getting a ticket or anything. They're not worried about getting locked who's up. Who's going to
3: give them, who's going to give them a ticket? No one's around. Who's, who's going to see them?
2: Who's going to touch them? It's a free for all. And Hey, remember phone booths? It's- we don't have those anymore.
3: Right. It's a celebration, really. It's a celebration of just the liberation of your penis, and you can do whatever you want now. It's like the 70s. It's like hair.
2: What's the song like? In the streets from the 80s, there's like some, come go with me and we can dance the whole night away. Are you I'm talking
3: about be- the Beat of the rhythm Them of the Night by Elle Maybe
2: that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. It's, it's people dancing in the streets, essentially. And so there's and pain not, in the streets. It's so.
3: not. It's not Lionel Rich's dancing on the ceiling, no oh, what no a
2: no, I would know that i would I would be able or to... dancing
3: in the sheets?
2: no, no, not that either. I think I'm huh. thinking of El de barge. <laughs> things said on a Saturday. you know what? I am thinking of El debarge, but aren't we all
3: at <laughs> least someone had to
2: somebody has to think about where is El debarge in this quarantine, damn it, is somebody <laughs> with him? <laughs> He's with Dido. <laughs>
3: Wouldn't it be funny if he had like a barge company now?
2: <laughs> it was like L. Period, Barge. The,
3: yeah, L. Based out of Chicago, L. Dubarge. Yes,
2: exactly. I, I'm gonna go get some <laughs> some things moved by L. Da barge.
3: Unfortunately, L. Barge's speaking voice sounds nothing like that. It's more like Janet Jackson, and, like in like the '80s. Like,
2: Hi, it's <laughs> hey, Barge. Like, nobody's speaking on their voice. <laughs> <laughs> now picture El Barge like, and Dido's quarantine situation.
3: This is single gun
2: stuff. <laughs> I would, I would be like, you know what, you guys, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to risk it. I'm going out there, and I'm going to go lick somebody's groceries. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry, the Barge.
3: I had a success yesterday going to the Trader Joe's
4: congratulations what did you get
3: well normally there's a line down the street but since it's raining which is the time to go everybody um no one's in line outside and I was like the fifth one in line and I just went in and it was like I felt like I was in supermarket sweep again (gasps) you walk in and no one's there but they're like before (laughs) before you go in they're like no bags no personal bags keep them away when you go in you get a bag you go directly to whatever you need. There's no dilly-dallying, and then you get out. It was like, wow, okay. Uh, oh. I'm like, I'm like, is there like a high-ticket item that I should grab, like a, an inflatable
2: a turkey. You know, diet,
3: right, can?
2: Yeah. You know what that person is? That's the person who claps and says, bad place to stand. Whoever is running that Trader Joe's line, <laughs> bad place to stand, bad place to stand. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Don't dilly dally. Let's move it along. Get your plantain (laughs) chips and your veggie flax items and get out, get out, get out.
3: But I was so like, he kind of like, because I'm I'm naturally just anxious that he had kind of like, the more he talked about it, the more I'm like, okay, okay, I just, I need to, uh, I need to just, uh, I mean, they're like, okay, you're next. I'm like, okay. I'm like,
1: I'm like, I'm
2: like,
3: down the escalator. I'm like, the frozen fruit, the frozen fruit, the
1: frozen fruit. I just need the strawberries. <laughs> it,
2: it, it feels to me like the moment before you go down a huge water slide. Yes. And you have to hold on to the bar above the slide. And you're like, okay, I can do this. Okay, okay I this can was I wanted to come here. I, nobody held me a gun to my head. I wanted to be here. I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting all this frozen fruit? What are you planning on? You are not shoot oh, yourself. For,
3: it's just for smoothies, but we um I didn't feel like standing in line in another week for Trader Joe's, so I stocked up for the apocalypse.
2: Oh always. That's what we do. We do it like we're we're not gonna leave the house for two weeks and you gotta prep. But I have different places that I have to go for different things. So my Trader Joe's day is Monday, and it will be raining. So I'm hoping that these two things work to our advantage.
3: I'm telling you, that's the time to go.
2: Hey, friend. Hey! Hey! Guess what? Welcome to Dear Pod, the anniversary show! This is a comedy advice podcast! Yay! Is it? It sure is, man. I am your host... Uh, Andrea Bocelli.
3: Ah! And I will survive, because I am Gloria Gaynor.
2: And we're coming to you from both...
3: Downtown Swiggin'
2: Hell's Kitchen, New York. And the beautiful Maha'a bar and the stunning Quarantine Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear
5: it? oh happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary pour <laughs> 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 a cheerful toast and fill it happy, happy anniversary. anniversary but be careful you don't fill it happy anniversary oh happy anniversary <laughs> happy anniversary <laughs> happy anniversary yeah. happy anniversary
2: happy 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 oh, oh. <laughs> everybody's always the last one at the party. Oh, yeah. um, how are you? I am so excited to be here with you. This is our one year anniversary.
3: Mahalo. I can't even believe it.
2: Don't say mahalo. It gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> one year of doing this. One whole year, Joel. My God, I've gotten Joel Gray out of the genie bottle. I dropped him right on the table. You can't see it, but he's looking at me right now, and he's like, "Liza, it's been a year." And I said, "Yes, Joel." Now get back in the bottle. I need to fill it back up with whiskey. Do you hear me drooling over here? Because 'Cause I'm salivating. I'm just. I'm. I'm so moist. I. Just, I don't know what happened. Instantly, I start talking like this, and this just moisture builds in my mouth hole. And I'm just happy to be here with you celebrating, celebrating a year. <laughs> nothing to add. Can you believe it? One year of being jackasses together, and we can't even be together and toast appropriately today. But I love you, and I miss you, and oh my God, what's going to happen when we ever see each other ever again?
3: Well, I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned for year two.
2: I know. Oh, God. I wonder what's going to happen when we reintroduce ourselves to other people. Is it going to be like reintroducing Bobcats into the wild? Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. So this week, as every week, we are giving you pure comedy advice gold from Ann Landers and Dear Abby. And please, by all means, follow us on your Instawebs, your Instagrams, your Tweeters. We are at DearPodOfficial. Across the board, on your face place, your Instagram. And, of course, our website, DeerPotOfficial.com, where you can download all of our bits and pieces. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah.
2: And hear us talking about a year's worth of jibber-jabber on that on that website. And email us, DeerPotOfficial at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on Instagram. Send us a fire. Send us um, an eggplant emoji. I don't Please care do. what you send us. Just send us mail if you care. <laughs> Basically, everything you're listening to, you can just picture they've got a cigarette in one hand and a martini in the other hand. I don't know when it ends because I'm falling on the floor because I am laughing and also drunk. So I'm going to just switch the thing that I'm doing during the podcast from exercising to drinking, which just seemed like a better idea. I am Ellen Z. Wright from Manhattan, New York. Happy one year anniversary to Dear Pod. So like any good 1980s sitcom, when they ran out of material for a week or two, they always did a look back episode, which, oh, whenever you would tune into Golden Girls and they'd be like, do you remember the time when we were going to, oh, I remember, and then it goes, it fades, it crossfades into a memory from another episode. And then you'd tune out because you were like, oh, they ran out of ideas this week. So they're just recycling their old ideas. That's this episode.
3: Here we are,
1: folks. Here we are.
2: You and I are are lightening our carbon footprint by going back in time and looking at at highlights from episodes from days gone by, days of yore, seeing how much better we've gotten and seeing how much worse we've gotten also. That's right. Hey, out of curiosity, how have you enjoyed this year at the pod? How have you enjoyed podcasting in general? Because neither of us have done this before. So we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And believe me, when you go back and listen to the first few episodes, it it shows.
3: The first few episodes is if we've never met each other and we didn't know what the fuck to do. And it was like, do you like soup? Yeah, I like soup. Do you like water? Mm -hmm. I like water, too. Do you like warm water? Do you like cold water? I like both. Oh, really? Do you like water with ice in it? Mm -hmm. I do. I do. I like the color blue. Oh, I like the color blue too. Do you like grass? Mhm. Yeah, I like grass. Too. That's what it seemed like the first time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, we knew each other, but did we know each other? Did we?
1: We hadn't no. spooned
2: yet. You and I didn't didn't go to one road trip yet together. We hadn't um, gone golfing yet together. These are the things that like We is haven't made enjoyed a
3: salt salad together.
2: We, we hadn't seen you get accosted by a guy in a farmer's market together. Correct. We hadn't talked Correct. about shitting on anybody's glass tables yet. We hadn't no. really gotten comfortable.
3: We hadn't wait, waited in the line for about an hour and a half to only just sit at the bar.
2: We hadn't gone to a McDonald's in rural Pennsylvania where we're the only people there, and they screamed <laughs> our number and looked past us. Remember when you could touch screens? Oh, God. Gross. Oh, disgusting. And yet here we are, a year later.
3: A year pod. How about that?
2: There's the title, year pod. Congratulations. You did it, kid. How long have you been sitting on that little tidbit? Oh, I just...
3: I just like once a week. Oh, you're talking oh, the. Oh, 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 you're talking about the. the
2: you sit on that little tidbit once a week in <laughs> quarantine. And even that's. He doesn't that's like when I call it.
3: He doesn't like when I call it little tidbit, but, you know.
2: <laughs> but everybody has pet names, you know? He'll yeah. get used to it. I call it, keep that thing away from me. You're disgusting.
4: <laughs> bit.
3: That better not be loaded.
2: <laughs> Did you wash that? Dot com.
4: Hi, this is Marianne Ferris from Melbourne, Florida, and you are listening to My Daughter-in-Law on Dear Pod's First Anniversary Special.
2: That first episode that we recorded together, we were, like, I think that we were nervous because we each drank a bottle of wine. Fun fact, if you go back and listen to our pilot episode, we were hammered.
3: Well, we decided—that's when we flipped it, and we went from nighttime to daytime.
2: Yeah, we realized we're not good at night. Like, after a certain well, hour, it becomes the witching hour.
3: Yes, and you can only drink so much, and that's what happened.
2: <laughs> and you fade out. But um, we still bred yeah. a pretty good—and we, we were supposed to have an entirely different podcast, and this just became what it was.
3: Well, I think what happened, we wanted to, um, you wanted to do a podcast and unbeknownst to you, my acting coach had said, maybe you should just like do something to get your creative juices flowing. He's like, what about a podcast? And then you had, funny enough that you'd reached out to me. And then we went to Vanguard for one of our many meetings to figure out, well, what the fuck would we talk about? And uh We were like, let's do pop culture, and then we we're like looking at everyone's podcast, like, wow, genius, revolutionary, <laughs> a pop culture podcast.
2: It's never been done before. <laughs>
3: um, and uh, and then I just kind of, and then we we were talking about uh, you had you had mentioned letters letters to the editor. Yeah, because you're like, what about could- letters to the editor? That was kind of funny, and then. And then you're like, oh no, odd jobs. First it was like, let's interview someone who did odd jobs.
1: Yeah.
3: And then, um, then it was letters to the editor. And then when we were, we kind of got on that newspaper thing, and then I don't know which one of us came up with uh, Ann and Abby, and then we kind of went with that. And then we met with uh, uh, Jonathan. Oh right?
2: yeah, 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 Johnny, Johnny, with- our um our web designer and he came right. up with our and logo and everything. So good. Jonathan Silva. And I,
3: yes. And I think that meeting was also like one of those, like, Oh, like like it kind of like, uh, it kind of solidified things like, Oh, this is what, this is exactly what we're doing. And it's a little, it's a little odd. Like the logo is a little odd, but it's a little bright, just like us. Exactly. And, um, and then the kind of just went from there and then as we kept going, then we were like tweaking, tweaking the nipples just a little bit, a little ice in the nipples. And yeah, then, uh, yeah,
2: uh- huh. it was showgirls and the- we were showgirls
3: and then we brought your mother in just for a threesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never need to say that again. You never do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I- yeah.
3: Yeah. And Are this we- is how we celebrate the year. I think, I mean, is that pretty accurate? Is that like the the pseudo timeline that,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just sort of happened naturally. Everybody's like, oh, how'd you come up with the idea? And how'd you guys decide to start doing things together? And I knew I wanted to do a podcast and, and I reached out to you about it because originally I was like, oh, what if it's interviewing people who do weird jobs? And well, we won't talk about this on air, but you do weird jobs. So yeah, that was how we sort of started talking to each other. And then it just gradually Ha- like most good things, it happened organically, it was grown organically, mm-hmm. and then it was sold at a profit at Whole Foods. Ooh!
3: Right, oh.
2: Oh, that was me knocking the microphone, which I have oh. done many, many a time on this cast, I have to say. So let's take us back, shall we? We're going to play some clips from episodes of yore, and you and I, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk shit uh-huh. about them. Welcome, Hello. ladies and gentlemen, to Dear Pa, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Liza Manelli, And that's my assistant, Rick James. And we're coming to you from the Maha bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
6: Boo! You suck! All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forgot (laughs) Oh my god, that made my day. (laughs) I forgot about that. The the, Okay. What I love we're
2: already like enjoying our look back more than anybody else who's probably listening to this episode and I don't care because that was a good episode. When you said that I don't know what it was. That was... Okay, so for anybody who's just joining us for the first time, I have a habit of going into Liza Minnelli and going off on an improv that could take us any which way. But for some reason, this one day, the way you said, all right, and then, <laughs> and I see it in my mind's eye. Like, there's like the physical thing that you did when you... It looked like you were falling off a chair, right, as you said the words, all right. <laughs> and then I thought I'd have to be defibrillated. I... You... <laughs> You know what? I want to say congratulations to you Patty because I am a very difficult audience to really make laugh and you have succeeded in doing that tenfold <laughs> on this podcast.
3: Well, um, my favorite my 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 favorite feedback of this podcast is when they say that I've made you laugh and that <laughs> you are stunned in the silence <laughs> and, and and you don't know if Aaron has passed out, left the room or died. Until she's like,
2: eh! <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that's my body telling me I have to make noise so that you know I'm okay. Like it's like my body hitting an override button just to make a sound long enough, but I have had the wind knocked out of me so many times sitting in this room with you and even and on the phone. The first <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's gonna be more. I don't want to jump the gun because I don't know what's coming next. My Jules has handpicked a couple of uh of real top-notch hysterical clips from, from episodes of war. So I don't want to give anything away, but Liza Minnelli has become really a staple of our of our characters that we end up doing here. It's Liza Minnelli and John Travolta. And I gotta say, your share, that also sounds like Buffalo Bill, is uh, it's really kind of a thing to behold. And you've got we I've gotten some feedback about your share being amazing.
3: And just, oh wow.
2: I know. This is why we have to just take it on the road when they allow us in theaters again. And that's why they're <laughs> raising the palace up. They have to raise it up <laughs> at least five notches because when people come in there, the sheer weight. Of the bodies piling into the palace to see you and me, share is actually going to sink it back down to ground level. That's why, I mean, if they put, like, a gap or an express down there, the thing's just going to get crushed, you know? I hope we don't have really, the Navy.
3: It's really fucking awesome, Liza. It's like when we were at Studio 54,
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, remember when I did a bump off your chest? And you were like, careful, those things are brand new. And I was like, this is wonderful silicone.
4: <laughs>
2: I could, I could I just bounce them up and down. I'd slap them. I'd treat them like a speed bag, you know? <laughs> and i go, fa-da-da-da-da-da-da. Which is <laughs> also how my father <laughs> would tap, you know? Every day I'd get in the, the studio with Joel Grant and go, ba da Oh, is, do you have the first Liza ready? Oh, so he actually—that wasn't—that oh. wasn't the very first Liza. I think that that welcome of Liza probably came after this first Liza rant. So, so yeah, let's hear the first time Liza Minnelli was introduced to this podcast. Good love you. And this woman stumbled out of strawberry fields, who looked like Liza Minnelli <laughs> in the rough years. Liza Minnelli She was wearing a kitten heel black pump. There was, I think, a black sequin dress. Her hair was exactly the same. I was like, that could actually be Liza Minnelli. We're close enough to the city. And look, it's very Broadway and Maplewood. That could have been Liza Minnelli that fell out of there. And she was just so funny to see her like... I'm eating a, a yogurt swirl. It's chocolate and it's vanilla and it's lovely. Can someone tell me how to get back to New York City? I don't know where I am. It's Stratford upon Avon. What is it? I'm
3: doing a show at Kova.
4: Yeah. It's a real, it's a real, it's a
2: real, it's a real,
3: she's skipping.
4: It's a really hitter. Hitter.
2: Oh, thank you, Rick. <laughs> I like it. I was
3: doing a set at Kova, and I was like, "It's time to do Mama's Material."
2: And they were like, "Ma'am, this this restaurant's closed. You need to come back and in it's five. It's Burger King,
3: and I'm like, "I don't know, but I've met the Queen before."
2: Someone told me to come out here and do a set, so I just assumed that this was the right place to do it. Ma'am, you're in the park. I know, isn't it just lovely? It's so green. Everything's so, so green. There's a lot of bars, and bars and restaurants out here. I think I'm just gonna do. I just do a quick set because I'm here?
3: Jimmy Durante and I were <laughs> doing the set one. <laughs> I think it was Jimmy. It was that mama. Mama and Jimmy. I don't know. 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 She skipped again. I don't know. Hit her. Hit her. <laughs> I, don't know. I
2: don't know how I got out here, but Buddy Hackett drove me. And I really, if you could just get me back into his crazy little baron, I'd be so appreciative. I have said something. Don't tell mom. I, I said, I want to thank this lovely audience for coming out here. All such dirty motherfuckers. I'm so glad you're here. And then they said, Liza, this is a daycare here. And I, <laughs> and I said, I'm s i am i think I took a wrong lift somewhere in there. But you know I'm here, so come on little set for the children. <laughs> oh my
3: God. Was, was this like around the time when <laughs> the restaurant in your neighborhood yes. called Cova Kova and we Coda. we kept going there. Yeah. Coda. Kova.
1: Kova.
3: And that's where we had the salt salad and every time we sat down like is this table okay it's like um isn't that like the the front hall of the restaurant is that even an actual table (laughs) because we'd always we'd always sit like this like how about right here it's like it's the host stand, miss i don't think we actually can sit here (laughs)
2: that's a whole other restaurant you're seating me in. That's where we had, I love that we call it the salt salad. And it really was. It was technically, there was avocado, there was some arugula, but it was 85% salt. And I thought that you were exaggerating. And then I had a bite of it, and then it, my whole face puckered. And I, I was like, there's not enough water to get through. That was also the restaurant that we went to, and we're sitting in the front. And the sun is beating down on us. And everywhere we sit, ever. Patrick and I are not children, people. But if I guarantee you, we sit somewhere, and a family of 15 will come and actually sit on us. In us, next to us, near us. Always. And that was when the family came in from the outside, and they had a grandfather there who was profusely bleeding from his ankle. And he didn't know, and the family didn't know. And I was like, how do you not even feel like it was like a Quentin Tarantino movie? It was like he hit an artery. There was (laughs) nobody. I think
3: I had you I think I had you take your bag off the floor because I think it was flooding. We put our legs up on the table. We're now like eating on our chin.
2: I was like, why are we in Scarface? What's going on? And why (laughs) the guy had no idea that he was like crazy bleeding from his leg. Oh, it was like time. the
3: Shining. It was just like a hallway of blood. I'm like, ma'am, can we get our can we get a napkin?
2: And then and then a set of twins came in with dresses on, and I was like, check, <laughs> check, please. Oh my
3: God! Why is it snowing in summer?
2: <laughs> I don't. Is that Jack Nicholson? Is that guy in a furry outfit getting a beige?
3: <laughs> and then I think that's when we like <laughs> lies alive at Cova. This it- is just like the most like imagining her.
2: And that woman stumbling out of the frozen yogurt place, she really did look like Liza Minnelli, and it was like 100 degrees out, and she was wearing a black sequin outfit, and I was like, Liza, what are you doing at Strawberry Field's yogurt store? I just wanted to get something with extra sprinkles. You know what I'm talking about? I actually just had to get an extra cup because Joe Gray wanted a pool to swim in. So I got him a large yogurt cup, and I put him in there, and he does the backstroke. And I'm like, oh, Joel, it's so nice that you have a place to bathe during the summer. Isn't that just lovely? <laughs> she really did look just like her. Oh, God, that was a good time. Wait, is
3: that the the, the same place we walked in? We're like, oh, great. It's awesome. It's empty. And then we, we walk in, and literally it's like cup. And then as I offer you a cup, there's like 15 children that come in. I'm like, this, this, this is unprecedented. Well, that was no, that was 16 <laughs> handles,
2: and we we got in, and I got us the cups, and we saw like two vans just open up, and all these kids <laughs> fell out. Like it was the mob that's like trying to trying to abduct somebody, and you know? I was like, go, go, get them, get. Em. It was like the feds. I've been watching way too much Ozarks lately. <laughs> But then that's what I said to you. I saw them coming and I was like, just get it. Just get just I don't care what the flavor is, just throw it in a cup. We have to go. Because once they get to that little like, put your own toppings on buffet, it's all over.
3: No thank you. No thank van, you. The van opens up, all the children come out with clothes made out of drapes and that one woman with the guitar and they all start singing and they're
2: <laughs> And they said something about running from the Nazis and I was like, I don't care. I need something dairy free <laughs> Me
3: first, me first.
2: That was the place where you got the hazelnut crunch on top that was the loudest. It sounded like you were chewing pebbles. (laughs) 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 We were talking about Brokeback Mountain and you were just like, and I'm like, I'm going to need for you to stop everything you're doing and let some of that dissolve on your tongue.
3: Are you cracking your knuckles?
2: No, I'm just eating my yogurt. (laughs) Are you playing craps? What is that?
3: I'm playing Boggle in my mouth.
2: (laughs) Mouth (laughs) Boggle. (laughs) The newest game from Hasbro.
5: These two very funny individuals are taking old advice columns from the, you know, 60s, 70s and 80s, reading The Dear Abby and Lander's answer and then seeing how the advice holds up under today's lens. That's the premise. And it's it's a great premise
3: and it's very funny. But that's what will get you in the door. You will stay for the two personalities and the stories that they tell. And uh, that
5: to me is the real heart of the podcast.
3: Hi, this is Scott C, Dear Pod superfan from South Orange, New Jersey. Happy anniversary, Dear Pod. Love you, Aaron and Patrick, and please keep up the good work.
4: So, while
2: while we're here, just right now, I want to say a, a quick shout out to all of our listeners who wrote in and gave us some. Um, Some fabulous thank yous that I just want to read out loud that we got on. uh, We'll we'll read a couple of them now, read a couple later. We're going to sprinkle this episode with lots of hazelnut crunch items. So uh, (laughs) online, people uh, sent us some thank yous for for the podcast and a year's worth of pure comedy gold. We have uh, at Morgan May Fly on the Instagram. She just wrote fantastic, period. Thank you. All right. Period. Thank you, Morgan May, fly. Uh, And we have Ellen Z. Wright, who is a longtime listener, um, and I believe that we have her calling in later today to give a little uh, happy well wishes to the Dear Pod. She's a big fan of ours. She wrote, thank you, Dear Pod, for being our quarantine happy hour puzzle podcast. Nothing says 5 o'clock like pounding two cocktails, listening to you and pat wax. That's a new name for you. And, oh, thinking, right. and thinking we're sober enough to make a puzzle while laughing hysterically at your latest episode. <laughs> Happy one year, you sexy specimens. Thank you, Ellen Wright. Isn't that... Pat wax. <laughs> oh, I'll
0: take it.
2: Take it. You have a brand new nickname, courtesy of one of our fans, damn it. So let's take a look back at another little, um, a little clippy poo. I don't know what's coming next. I want it to be a surprise. Oh, oh.
3: F- well, I guess it's not going to be a surprise now.
2: <laughs> so much for that. Well, don't know exactly what is. Like every attempt at a birthday it's, celebration ever. It's, it's, when we first did this podcast, the very first time, I, I didn't know what the hell we were doing. Nobody knew what we were doing, but we started, like any good podcast should, we drank two bottles of wine.
1: <laughs>
2: and, and I believe it was rosé.
3: And I believe that was the first and last time. We
2: did. <laughs> we said, we tried it one more time after that. And then it went rogue. And we said, we can't do this before we do a podcast ever again. Cause then suddenly we were like, let me tell you something about you. I I love, I love so much. You don't know. So we, we drank some wine. We podcast for the very first time ever. We didn't know what we were doing, but we started reading articles from Ann Landers and Dear Abby and, Ann Landers is just so damn dry and and cuts right to the point. And, of course, reminds me of my aunt from Boston. So that is my inspiration for the voice behind Ann Landers. And I just kind of slipped into it after, after a bottle of minuti went down <laughs> my jugular. And, um, yeah, so we just started riffing. And here's the very first time it ever sort of happened naturally. It just felt like it was a good fit for what Ann Landers was doing. And and it went to the next level. Let's let's give it a listen. The only solution I can suggest if you insist on behaving like a stubborn mule is an apartment with two bathrooms. You can then leave the seat up in yours and she can keep the seat down in hers. I'm Ann fucking Landers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So get bent. She's got a Virginia
2: Slim that is 80% Ash. 20% 20% rage. She's had three martinis and it's 2.30 in the afternoon. Listen, you dick. <laughs> Here's how gravity works. It goes down! Up, up, up! Jesus. Why did you write to a woman? Let me I'll tell you something about families.
3: I'll park my goddamn Pontiac wherever the fuck I want. I'm
2: gonna put it in your living room and I don't care because let me tell you how gravity works. It goes down! Not Up! So get your own bathroom and kiss my ass (laughs) and Landers. it sounds like why are you so <laughs> stupid Jesus. you are oh, I so even... lucky I, I like that she starts it off by saying you know what the danger is about writing to me I could print your story
3: I know where you fucking live and I'll fucking rip your fucking throat out
2: I have the power of print in my corner I have an editor who wants stupid people like you to write to me so I can tell you get a divorce or get a second bathroom you stupid son of a bitch <laughs>
4: Jesus <laughs> I'm Anne
2: McLennanist. And you can kiss my ass.
3: Yeah. God, who had a tough audition that day?
2: (laughs) 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 And this is what happens when you give us each a bottle of wine. And it sounds like we're recording it in a bathtub. We've come a long way, baby. It's funny. Yeah, that was yeah, that's what happens when we drink and podcast. We've learned the hard way, haven't we?
3: I guess. <laughs> I
1: guess so.
2: That was the first night. That was really genuinely, I think that was our first time that we ever did it. We didn't cuz we didn't know what we were doing. We we're stumbling like kids do.
3: Like kids in the first time they're about to have sex.
4: Ew.
3: Kids? I'm not talking about well I'm not talking about kids I'm talking about 7 year olds
4: Oh okay. wait what
2: As long as you're clear about that I'm fine with that too yes. Now everybody in Joel Gray's pool <laughs> Well I like, love it, that It just
3: makes it just makes me think of the incredible shrinking woman Lily Tomlin <gasps> living in the the uh, Barbie dream house
2: I love that movie so much. It's-, it's Concepcion when she's about to turn on the uh, the disposal, and she's mm-hmm. on the the toast and the eggs.
3: La la la.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> my god! Uh, and the out uh, and the outfits, like her her jewelry. I was always obsessed with her jewelry.
3: Who Pat Kramer's Lily Pat Tomlin? Pat
2: Kramer. How do you remember her name?
3: <laughs> Cause I have nothing else in my brain.
2: Pat Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> there's a good hybrid movie for you right there. That would be great. Did I, did I tell you that my, my dog walker, she walked by the other day, and so we were like social distance chatting, and she's like missing Izzy and Scotch. So now I'm talking to her about, well, maybe there's a day that I can let them out in the backyard and you can be with them. And suddenly I feel like I'm in Kramer versus Kramer. Then I'm like, you can be with them in the backyard, but I won't be there. Just return them after a half hour and get them ice cream. <laughs> you keep them. No committed. jungle gym. <laughs> Every time I get them back from you, they're traumatized. What have you done? What have you done in this yard? <laughs> so, yes, I want to have a Kramer versus Kramer uh, moment with her so that, that they can see her. And then I feel like they're going to run towards her crying like a little kid who hasn't seen their father in forever, you know? <laughs> so sad. So yes, that was the very first Ann Landers rant. Now here's a couple more um nuggets from some people who reached out to us. We have Crime Lady on Instagram. Is it Instagram, right? I don't know. Uh, Crime Lady (laughs) wrote to us on uh, on the the uh, social media and said, "I love your podcast. You guys always make me laugh. Thanks for keeping me laughing." I love that. Don't you feel like we need this now more than ever?
3: absolutely
2: how because you get a lot of feedback like a lot of people from your past reach out to you nobody's coming back to me uh, about like (laughs) oh my god it's so good and it's made me laugh and it's lightened things up
3: I mean I think the best compliment is when someone has said that we've made them laugh out loud or choked on a piece of chicken or had to pull (laughs) off the side of the road and had to uh, resuscitate themselves or um had to take had to rip up you know, the cord out of the wall and resuscitate their father because he (laughs) (laughs) was laughing so hard that he choked on his toupee.
2: Our only aim is to kill people with laughter. That's our only (laughs) goal in all of this is to have blood on our hands after a couple years of doing this. That's the plan. That's right. Um, And from Turks (laughs) McGurks, we have, I'm completely hooked on this podcast. One of my favorites. It's so nice to oh, know we're wow. one of the favorites. Do you know we check our, our numbers obsessively and we're climbing up the charts. Are we? We are. Well, I think also this is a perfect thing to do while you're sitting in quarantine. <laughs> you can't you can only watch so much Netflix before you want to rip your eyeballs out and throw them across the, the fields. So Correct. put something in your ears and then want to rip your ears off after about three hours of us. Yeah, why not? Why not? You got to keep them laughing, you know? Lighten up the mood. So, what? Uh, you can't
3: watch. I mean, there's only so many baking shows you can fucking watch.
2: That's not true. There's not enough baking shows.
3: Well, how big do you want to get after this pandemic is over?
2: I, I just watch to support emotionally. Oh, I made a gluten free oh. banana bread that could actually like prop furniture up. Oh. Yeah. Like you could. You could build a house with the density of this banana bread. because I Like had... you'd need
3: a fire hose to wash it down.
2: Yeah, and I, I kept eating it thinking that it was going to get better, which is the story of my whole life when it comes to cooking anything. I'm like, is this as bad as I think it is? Let me eat five more <laughs> slices to find out. <laughs> let's get another clippy poo going. What do you say? What do... Surprise me. Don't tell me what it is. Just play it for me. Just let's see what happens. Mariah Carey spends the rest of the year locked in a box and then we let her out and we inflate her for one month out of the year and that's Christmas and she goes around and she sings that stupid song and then we put her back in the box until next Christmas. (sighs) This is.
3: It's taking all the strength within my body not to leap across this fucking table and remove your skeletal frame through your skin right now. Joke's on you, you you can see my
2: skeletal frame through my skin. If you
3: insult Mariah Carey one more time.
2: I hate her shoes. (laughs) What happened? I hate her shoes. Was that when he killed me?
1: (laughs) Okay. So
2: if you're just tuning in for the first time and you're doing our look back, you should know that Patty and I have one major bone of contention in our relationship. And that is our appreciation or lack thereof, in my case, for Mariah Carey.
3: Right. Right. Which I don't understand since she spent 82 weeks at the number one position on Billboard Hot 100, the greatest number of any artist in the U.S. chart history. But that's fine. That's fine.
2: But what has she done for me lately?
3: Listen, let's not confuse Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey. We're talking no one about has Mariah talent. Carey. Yes. And it's <laughs> Mariah Carey, not Janet Jackson, who laughs about getting her vagina lapped up by her dog. But. <laughs>
2: You should not undercut Rhythm Nation, ever. Didn't you do that dance in your mirror when you were growing up, or was that just me?
3: Listen, I don't know about you, but I don't have a rehearsal studio um, with a giant mirror and
5: bar, so no, I didn't do
2: that. No, I only ever saw myself from the chest up because I just had one small mirror, and half of it was covered in Joey McIntyre stickers, and I would stand in front of it and try to figure out how to do the five, Four, three, two, one. That did, move alone took about two weeks.
3: Sure. Did you then like? Were you a latchkey kid, and then you just kept your your key to your front door on your earring like Janet did in Rhythmation?
2: Yeah. Yes, no. I did.
1: <laughs>
3: Again, yeah. The rule of improv
2: is yes and yes. Yes, I did, and I was an Elma when Times Square. I. Okay, the Mariah Carey thing. Now, we've come to an impasse on it because I've put my guns down. In the grand scheme of what's happening in the world, I'm going to let you have Mariah Carey. Please have Mariah Carey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Just as soon as I think you're about to let go.
2: (laughs) I can't. I dig the knife in just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> you know when you'd be like, you're kind of with this Mariah Carey thing, you're like Rose uh, in Titanic. It's almost like you, you're like, oh, Jack, no, come on, I'll let you up, I'll let you up. And then, like, oh, you know what, no, and then put your fucking dirty little hand on my forehead and then push me down. Yeah. Push me down under that freezing water till I die right in front of you. Because that's probably what really happened.
2: Right before I said never like, let go, I'll never let go.
3: Jack was probably like, "What's your favorite album? Do you think it, is it Rainbow or is it Music Box?" And you're like, "No, no, no. I like I like all of her albums." And then I start to climb up onto the piece of wood, and then you turn. And you're like, "I'm just fucking kidding." And I put your 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 hand, your paw on my forehead, and then push me down. And You're like, "I'm fucking with you," and then I'm dead. I'm frozen to death.
2: No, but the truth is, you would try to climb up <laughs> on my door, and the weight of your love for Mariah Carey would weigh the door down and there's only room for one person on the door, and that's me because I'm sexy and a redhead.
3: Right. Right. You know who else thought they were sexy and a redhead? Tiffany. You want to know where (gasps) she's now? She's in a boxing ring with Debbie Gibson. In Japan.
2: She's huge in Japan. Be careful where you are. I loved Tiffany. and and
3: Everybody's huge in Japan from the U.S. Physically
2: huge. (laughs) Physically. I know when I went there I looked like it was I was at Easter Island. I was very large compared to everybody else there. Tiffany, I follow Tiffany on Instagram.
3: Someone has to.
2: And I understudied Deborah Gibson, so that was a big thing for me. Couldn't be nicer by the way. Like sweet. And, sweet.
3: Wait, so you and you understudied her in doubt? Is that right?
2: <laughs> no, uh, Mother Courage. <laughs> yeah musical long day's journey and tonight that's me and i covered her death of a salesman she was willie Loman, and i was willie u slash s and perfed i perfed she sent me a note she she sent me like i ended up going on for her and she just she sent me flowers and a note that was written on like You know how mothers have notepads that say, like, what to do today for Claire? (laughs) And then they write, like, their shopping (laughs) list underneath it? It was, like, one of those notepads. And I still have it somewhere in the house. I hope it made the move. I've moved 20 (coughs) times since then. Was it scented? Uh, No, it wasn't. Bubblegum, right? It's like the Barbie kitchen was smelled like vanilla. I wish it were scented, but no. Um... Yeah, I have that note somewhere, and oh, I cherish it, me and Debbie Gibson.
3: Hi, this is Marcus Ostermiller from downtown Swingin' Hell Kitchen, and you are listening to my husband on Deer Pod's first anniversary special.
2: So when we first started this pod, the very first episodes, my family had just come back from a little thing called a cruise ship, which will never happen again.
3: Never say never, (laughs) Brandy.
2: Cruise ships. Do you know that they're selling more than ever right now, by the way? And you know that my family is front and center and ready to go on a cruise as soon as they're (laughs) given the green light on this thing. Like, everybody, bacteria buffets. Everybody back on. Horrifying.
3: So what did they bring? So they brought you the...
2: They brought rum balls back for us. And we Uh, started our very first episode by eating one of the... Chocolate sprinkle covered, hard as rocks, rum balls, Tortuga rum balls from some <laughs> mystery location in the Caribbean. These things, it took us forever to get through them because we had a rum ball, an episode. And, and they were always, it was always a horror. It was never a good experience, but we kept plugging through. Such is life, right? These rumbles Correct. are like a metaphor for reality right now. This is absolutely disgusting, and we'll somehow get through them. Well, back to our baked goods. Then you got the Dear Abby uh, menu guide or something. I don't know. Cookbook. recipe book? The yes. Dear Abby
3: cookbook,
1: yeah.
2: And we found some horrors in there, some absolute horrors, which, of course, meant we had to try it. And right. we found the Ann Landers $2.05 ginger ale bunt cake that was super good.
3: So good.
2: Very moist. That was really good. And like 85% butter, and the rest was ginger ale. So we've made all sorts of little items on this. So the conversations that we've been having lately always revolve around steel magnolias and the cuppa cuppa cuppa. Which Correct. is, now would you want to say what the ingredients are of this horror show?
3: Yes. So we've talked about it and I've been so bi curious about it since I saw the movie <laughs> and it's a cup of flour, a cup of sugar and a cup of fruit cocktail
4: with the juice. And you
3: with the juice some people f- prefer extra cherries and you put it at 350 till golden bubbly. Well, okay, so last night I went well I've already bought the ingredients ingredients but then or I had the ingredients but then I went to the store last night And I bought, like, because I read online that someone likes to use vanilla flour. I'm like, oh, okay. Which Uh. is not, I couldn't find it anywhere in New York.
2: What the hell is vanilla uh, flour?
3: Who knows? But all I'm thinking is, like, this is going to be the best fucking thing possible. So I I get my cup of flour and my cup of sugar. And I'm like, this just just seems so basic. And then I put my fruit cocktail in. I'm like, ooh,
2: okay. This is (laughs) going to be rough.
3: And then I mix it, then I bake it. I'm like, uh, I don't like what is, like I'm thinking that it's supposed to like rise up like a like like a cupcake or something, but yeah. it's more of like a cobbler.
2: I love so, how the internet couldn't agree on what it should even be. Like what exactly. it should look like. like.
3: It should be a cobbler, it should should be this, it should Very be crispy, it should be that. Nice.
2: Yeah. I don't know
3: how this dense thing can be crispy. <laughs> I really don't. I think you'd have to put it in there for at least at least an hour and a half.
2: And then just let it dry at two hundred overnight.
3: Something crisp it. So up. here, I'm going to take a bite out of this. <gasps> I am right so
2: excited. It's like a moment so i been waiting is... for for somebody to cook it's... this thing.
3: I might have to do it again.
2: I wish we were together for this one because, oh, I can't see the look on your face, which means you're going to have to describe what your face yeah. is doing.
3: Okay. So I've taken, I've also, I buttered the pan, just so you know. And I put a little bit of almond extract in it. Were or you va- supposed uh, vanilla, to do that? Vanilla extract. No, but I just did. Because I always feel like you should.
2: Always. So vanilla extract and everything. Oh, my God. Okay, very excited. Okay. Did your teeth jump out of your mouth and just leave?
3: It is actually not as <gasps> sweet as I thought.
2: Really? What does it taste like? <laughs> There's like just silence and they I can't even hear chewing even. Its <laughs> did you just open up like your jaw like a snake and just slide it down so you could taste it minimally?
3: I bet this is really good at uh senior living facilities because it is you barely have to chew it and
2: it falls apart
3: It just falls apart and it is just it's it just tastes like the inside of like a like you remember like an apple pie like back in the day like it was so fucking scalding hot
2: Yeah like but for-
3: if you left it but like the inside was all like that like like that syrupy apple shit on the inside. Yeah, like, That's are you talking McDonald's
2: apple pie? It.
3: Correct, ma'am.
2: Um, wow.
3: That is enough.
6: <laughs> that is enough. <laughs>
2: enough is enough.
6: Patrick reenacting 80s porn.
0: Yeah, yeah.
6: That tickles me so much. It's so stupid. It is so funny, and every time she's Liza and talks about Joel in her purse or in the bottom of her whiskey glass, I just lose my shit. (laughs) Hey, this is Jonathan Randall-Silver calling in from lovely Needham, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston, wishing the Pod crew a really wonderful and happy one-year anniversary. I love this show so much. It makes me laugh. It makes me cry with laughter. It makes me pee a little. That should make the world go round. So thank you.
2: Okay, so we actually put out the feelers on the Instagrams and the social medias and everything and the Facebook, basically saying, if you had a favorite moment of this podcast, if you've been a consistent listener, and there's any requests that you would like to hear again, what were these moments that stood Ooh. out for you? So we had people email us and basically say when these moments happened. This,
1: this one by far was this this one got the, uh, most, the, hits? the most hits? This is where
2: it all began with your relationship with Patrick on him just going over the line. Going- <laughs> All right, so this clip coming up was the most requested of all of the clips. Everybody said that this was the moment, the defining moment, where I think you and I, Patty, you solidified your place in my heart as being somebody who can knock the wind out of my body. So let's listen.
3: <laughs> what if it was just like the opposite of just like the like guide to sexy time was just like, well, first of all, you're going to get a wooden mallet. And you're like, <laughs> what? It yes. She tells you totally the opposite. First, get the right fitting lycra, lycra, and and latex suit. Next (laughs) thing you want to do is run outside into a giant hive of bees.
4: Because what if cover yourself in honey? And guide's guide on how to have sex is
2: how she specifically has sex, and she was like, you want to find the right size ball gag, first and foremost. Get
3: a staple gun.
2: <laughs> Put it up next to your temple
3: and pull the trigger.
2: First you want to light a romantic candle, and then you want to drip it on your genitals. Yeah. Then
3: you want to sit on it and see if it singes the inside of your anus. <laughs> if it does, you're doing it correctly. <laughs> You're well looped for any kind of...
2: I know when Jules receiving. and I have sexy, sexy hammock time, we definitely begin by turning on some mellow music and slapping each other with our ring hands.
3: What we didn't tell you is the hammock is actually over a giant vat of molten lava.
2: What I didn't tell you is that the hammock is a large plastic bag that I place over Jules's head until he asphyxiates just enough to make him excited. It's
3: actually a gi- it's not a hammock, it's a giant piece of glass. Jules <laughs> sits on top of it, and I'm underneath it, and then he takes his shit on the glass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never choked that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and she's like, Did I go too far?
1: It's happened. You've got too far. I'm choke, I can't. Sorry about it. <laughs>
3: Can you imagine someone like reading that pamphlet and be like, whoa, wow, oh <laughs> this is not know. what I
4: expected. <laughs> but, I
3: guess some
4: I mean in
2: seven pages, seven page <laughs> <You> pamphlets just... <laughs> shouldn't have pop-ups in it.
3: Can you imagine walking in on Ann Landers and her husband? with that glass table situation. And he's tied but,
2: up. Mom, are
3: you,
1: oh my God! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just like her secretary, which obviously she would probably know, like, and you have a dinner in five minutes, we're going to have to use that table. <laughs> I guess he'll get more bleach.
2: All right, get the Windex. Jules, go back upstairs to your cage. Cookie,
3: we're going to need to clean that table again. Get out the bucket and the Windex and bleach and the lava soap.
2: Cookie, can you do me a favor? Go into the den and burn it. (laughs) We're going to have to get get a new carpet again. Well, it's time to move again. And Landa's guide on how to move after you've wrecked your den.
3: He didn't tell me he had all that dairy beforehand.
2: Oh, it always comes back to banana milkshakes today.
3: That's what it looked like.
4: Ew! (laughs) This is the best clip show ever.
3: (laughs) I kind of forgot how it, it just escalated.
4: I know. I kind of forgot how how it still has an effect on me. My ab is hurting. <laughs> Keone was
2: be so proud. I can't with the the shitting on the glass. And that that was like that was like the bar that was set for us. So whenever we had an off show, now whenever we we don't feel like we're in the pocket with each other, we always just say, Well, not everything can be shitting on the glass table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not
3: going to shit on the table all the time.
2: You know what? That needs to be our show shirt. Not everything could be <laughs> shitting on a glass table. Or that could be like a meme with like the, the beach behind it, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your inspirational meme for
2: the day. Oh, my God. I have to take a sip of water. Even just hearing that again makes my throat <laughs> tighten up. Oh I kind of God.
3: forgot how it, it it just went there
2: you do something to me that is unhealthy like you just you have the ability to punch me in the face with words and it makes me laugh so hard you know if it's if we're not you know on a road trip together or like just talking about people taking a dump i don't you know congratulations sir congratulations <laughs> like we don't have to be face to face for you to 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 just sucker punch me with laughter so let's hear this one i want to hear what this is
3: she didn't have like a gay friend because her makeup was terrible and her <laughs> hair looked like she needed a serious deep conditioning
6: mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was like
3: teased and had like <laughs> glitter in it i don't i don't understand the glitter the glitter and sex it's kind of like the food and sex i'm not interested no not no interested you don't in want food near me i definitely don't want glitter on me so this girl's always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I'm like, this is, this does not look like fun. This does not look like fun for her. And he looks like never like, cause I'm like looking for the payoff for myself. I'm like, oh, well, what does he look like? And you're like, oh my God, he looks like, like Mario or Luigi. And you know, if like you ripped off Mario and Luigi's clothes, it'd just be just dis- disgusting. And so this like fit trim girl—it's kind of like a CBS comedy. Like here, here she is. She's 97 pounds and ripped, and he's 412 pounds and hasn't showered since 1974. What a match! And she's like, yeah, yeah, oh, oh,
1: oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, shut, shut,
1: shut, shut. Oh, oh, uh,
3: uh. That's like the noise that someone makes when their hand gets slammed in their car door. That does not look pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) Not great. That's just like not great. And then she's, like, upside down, and then she's, like, wearing a cape, and it's like, why, like, what's with all these props? This is just, like, you this is to hard stop. to edit.
4: You have to stop, because I can't breathe. I'm not Because, stop it. You've been, like, that was the best monologue ever. Kids are going to perform it when I audition for school. I, I'm in so much pain right now, because, because from the first moment that you went, yeah, yeah, I haven't been breathing. I...
2: <laughs> oh god. Your porn noise got so much feedback. Do you know that?
3: I did, I, did, I uh did not know that. Um <laughs> If I do recall, it was from a vivid entertainment porn. <laughs> yes, vivid.
2: You mean like the production company Vivid Entertainment? Yeah. Oh my god. Where it's like,
3: like I remember specifically one when they were like androids, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like there were robots, and they were they were like, they were fucking. I'm like, but well, why are you fucking a robot? Like, isn't she made out of metal? Like, because the way, like, because they had like that digitized voice, and I'm like, that dick is gonna be, you're gonna pull back blood. That's <laughs> all that you're gonna pull back.
2: Oh my all my right. God. Good Jesus. luck. Just some background for anybody who hasn't heard that episode. First of all, go back and find that episode. We had a porn episode, and and you just went off on a tangent about one of the first porns <laughs> you ever saw. and The Android porn, why is that a theme? I told you about my friend David who saw that robot porn, and the robot was getting a blowjob, and he went, now take it in your mouth, and we've said it. <laughs> all right. The rest of our lives. Like your first porn really sticks with you. Pun intended. You know what
4: it is about when you do it? You have this yodel quality that goes like in and out of a
2: different or Like, oh, like a, oh. <laughs> and well,
3: it's because I'm switch. in character and I'm riding up and down um, of Mario and or Luigi. <laughs>
2: Mario and Luigi. <laughs> ah. ah oh my god i have burned at least 56 calories today i feel so good uh we have one more little listener mail person that reached out to us and said this is from dad Cubed three online he said i told you guys not to sleep on this podcast it's insane it's hilarious it's better than your mom at most things and each episode is oh. better than the last Oh, raise the roof with them sirens in the background. Perfect timing.
3: I do have to say this is very strange timing. Of um, 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 what we just came from and what he just said. Oh, that's true. Say it true. one more time. <laughs> say it one more time.
2: I told you guys not to sleep on this podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to go, oh, shit.
3: <laughs> and then, and when,
2: Oh, it's better than your mom at most things.
3: It's better than your mom at
1: most things. Oh, shit. It's <laughs>
2: better <laughs> than your mom. Oh,
1: shit. It's time oh, for shit. the moth report. Oh, god. oh my gosh,
2: should we do the moth report right now? Wait, do that again.
1: That, that's really gross.
3: This
2: is better that than is your mom disgusting.
1: at most things. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have taking care of mom.
2: <laughs> that's perfect for the moth report. <laughs> oh my god, let's my FaceTime my mother.
1: Oh, shit.
2: I will, can, can I like, I will literally Venmo you 15 American dollars right now. Cause I think that, that's all that's left in my account. So <laughs> if when, my, when we call my mother, can we please start by you going, oh, I will pay you Patty. I'm not kidding. Okay. Ready? Let's, it's time for the moth. Report.
6: That, is just, that is so disrespectful.
2: Of course it is. Isn't it fun? <laughs> Oh, we have to connect with her first and then we connect okay, to Patty. Oh, okay, let's do it. Call her. It's time for the moth report. Oh, it's time.
3: It's time for the moth
1: report.
3: It's time to call my mother and say something
1: disrespectful.
2: Oh, let's give her a call. Here we go. We want more than just the weather from her today.
4: Oh, it's so dim sounding. Hello? Hello? Patty? Patty, you're no. on the air. I'm not Patty. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm on the air. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello, happy anniversary. <laughs> oh,
2: God. Who are you calling? you calling me, am I- We're calling you. We are calling you on this anniversary (laughs) show.
4: And I made... Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Wow, I can't believe you've done that many episodes. It's been a year.
2: It's been a year. And I just made my co-host tee things off by giving you the welcome that we really needed to give you on this episode. Everything will be made clear when this actually hits the air on May 7th.
4: Oh, okay. I- I'm not confused. I'm fine. Uh, oh, do you know that I have my. You know that my pants are on inside out. That's how bad this is today.
3: Oh <laughs> we do now.
4: I did that this morning, and I did not fix it. They are still inside out. I am proud of you. You're taking
2: quarantine to the next level. Some of us are just yeah. sleeping in any All clothes. Excited
4: all excited because the mailman just came and uh yesterday the trash (laughs) man came yeah it's been a banner week (laughs) that's what she calls
2: theater of the living
4: (laughs) yeah yeah yes well but i actually did have a pretty good week we went to new hampshire opened up the house up there and there were no mice i'm very happy about that because like you know you know how it happens over the winter and uh what else uh oh oh uh oh well, one casualty. My uh, my meatball sub caught fire in the microwave, but uh, that was not my fault. I, it apparently was wrapped in foil before the underneath the paper, so I didn't see it. What a funny, what a funny noise that makes! You know, and I heard something popping, and I looked, and there were like like sparkles, sparks going off oh in the microwave. Oh my god! And I think, Holy mackerel! I couldn't believe it, but it it still tasted good. <laughs> oh, she ate it anyway. <laughs> I ate it anyway. I like things charred. Um, oh. I ate um, it anyway. And then, and then it's even, written on everybody's tombstone. On the on the way home, I wanted an ice cream oh. and nobody's giving a full menu anymore at these drive through places. So we went through Wendy's and I said, I want a large chocolate frosty. And he just gave it to me. I didn't have to pay for it. I couldn't believe it. That's Why? never happened before. What did he want well, from you? <laughs> well, were, were your pants still
3: inside out, or were they just not on at all?
2: It's <laughs> 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 the chocolate frosty.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, you can't do that with jeans. It's so obvious if you wear jeans inside out. But these are just plain old pants, and I thought, what is that? line down the side of my leg it was a seam
2: everybody's wearing soft pants at this point we don't like pants with structure wow I
4: need something that that will give
2: (laughs) what I mean you lit a meatball sub on fire yes your microwave and you still ate it it was on fire
4: like it- well, not when I ate it. I mean, the fire <laughs> went out by that time. <laughs> Thank you. Otherwise, my, my hair would have caught fire. But it was quite a scene. I, I was like surprised. I said, oh, happened to pick up a couple of pre made meatball subs. And I thought, wow, that'll be a. And I was hungry too. Throw it in the microwave and bang, oh, it went off. So. <laughs>
2: what did oh. it look like when
4: you ate it? Was
2: it completely well, like no, It was just
4: like kind of like a little bit of black. Because there was, it was wrapped in foil, and then it was wrapped in paper. But the foil went off, but the paper didn't. It was like, then, well, after a couple of seconds it did, but then everything just went. And I just grabbed it with my hand. and.
2: Oh, my God, you're turning into sure. Homer Simpson. Do you know that?
4: <laughs> you a oh, my God. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> I say not.
2: It's like when Homer Simpson had the sub and he kept eating it and then the mayonnaise turned and then he got sick, but then he kept eating it anyway. (laughs) I don't know. I (laughs) never saw that. This is my knowledge of the Simpsons right here because we're nerds. We're dorks. Um, First of all, let's get the weather where you're standing.
4: Well, right where I'm standing, it's quite nice. It's about 64 degrees and the sun finally came out. Thank you, God. Uh, But it's supposed to be a rainy day tomorrow. However, we're just kind of enjoying the sunshine today. I planted a couple of pansies, Ooh. and uh, you hear what she so called you, Patty. Color.
3: I heard it. I heard never, it.
4: Never. Uh,
2: so, I have a question for you regarding the anniversary. First of all, yes. have you enjoyed being on the pod? Have you enjoyed your time with us so far? This is not me saying you're fired, by the way.
4: <laughs> I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I find that sometimes I have like diarrhea of the mouth, and I end up saying too much or something. Well, when you're eating a
2: burnt meatball sub, you're going to get diarrhea or something.
4: (laughs) True, true. Uh, But no, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know. Uh, It's always nice to talk to a friendly voice, it's true. Uh, (laughs) Other than that, I just sit here and stare out the window. That's what my life has become. So So what she's saying is good enough. (laughs) I actually fell asleep and life is not the way it should be right now. So I'm looking forward to it reversing at some point and you're retired
2: uh, this is exactly the same life for you <laughs> how is it any different you're always sleeping in the middle of the day what i call i don't know well, yeah. that cool?
4: <laughs> well hey listen i need a nap during the day so i can stay up late at night and do you have so. any
2: favorite moments of the podcast that you've listened to so far anything that just pops out
4: Oh God, I can't think. Oh, you know, you know, you have to give me some notice. I'd have to kind of rethink uh, some of it. Okay, but I, I don't know. I just, uh, I, 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 just, I think I, Patty makes me laugh out loud once in a while too. He's like when, as my, I never mind uh, when he swears. <laughs> 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 I want to know what when, she was going to say, don't you? I, I didn't pick up the phone or something. And I, I felt terrible about it. I missed your call or something, you know? And Patty but when when I hear the recording, it's Patty, pick up the F and phone.
1: That makes
4: me laugh, I really have to say. That was one of my biggest laughs. laughs.
2: Well, we love having you on here. The Moth Report is a big hit. Somebody reached out to me, uh personally, texted me and said that they're listening to uh um, the bit about my father working out with Amy and they can't stop laughing.
4: <laughs> about, about Amy. You should see the visual. <laughs> it's
2: I'll have me, video. I'll...
4: Holy mother. <laughs> you can see it. He, he can't, he can't, he has no rhythm anyway. And she's got a little bit of beat going there, you know, and he just does not keep up. It's always off by a half a beat, which drives me crazy because I used to be in a marching band when I was young, so I have a good oh, beat. No. And... <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Well, you're gonna have to take some yeah. video of that for us, and then we'll upload it to what's the name of the entertainment vision? What was it called? Vivid. <laughs> Vivid. We'll upload that to Vivid. <laughs> Vivid. There it
4: is. Now so he'll catch me trying to videotape. He'd never. He and he, he only works out for oh. twelve minutes and then he's huffing and puffing and sweating and everything. So that's the kind of shape we're in here. You have a
2: very short window <laughs> in which to tape this. If you want, yes. you know, we're here. We will accept any of anything.
4: <laughs> I'm sure you will.
2: We thank you so much for being <laughs> a part of Dear Pod. We will continue My pleasure. to check My in pleasure. with you. Love
4: love loved talking with you guys. You are the best and you're funny and you're oh. you're a lot of fun, I have to say. <laughs> um
1: well, thank but anyway you. that's
4: that's uh, it's it's a it's a nice milestone. A whole year. I think that's great. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. We yeah. all agree.
2: We have we have arrived.
4: Well, yeah. we thank
2: you so much, and we will be checking in with you next week. We'll be back to our normal schedule.
4: Okay, sounds good. And have a great week. Oh. And and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye, right. Bye, bye, Patty. Bye, bye, Jim. Oh. Bye, bye, Aaron Talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. Over and out. Yay!
3: So I took some notes. Okay. Um. After she talked about her pants being inside out, and then she said the mailman came, and I nearly spit out my water.
2: I did.
3: She said the mailman came, and then someone else came, and I was like, "Excuse me." Then when she was talking about the nuts, like, oh, he just, they were always here for his nuts. I'm like, what, <laughs> what is at, happening at your
2: house? And meatballs, balls, there were, its a lot going meatballs.
3: on. And then when she was like, your father doesn't have any rhythms. And then I, she made it, I thought she was going to launch into like Beyonce's like homecoming. She's like, but I was part of the marching band. Oh
2: my God. How did you leave chocolate, chocolate frosty out of this? (laughs) (laughs) That was a moth report for the ages. You guys, we couldn't have asked for a better one on our anniversary show. I have to say she teed that up beautifully for you.
0: Well, it legitimately just sounds like I'm hanging out with my friends and having the best time. The day that 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 podcast comes out, it is the first one I'm listening to. No question. Who are these two insane people? And oh my God, they're so freaking hilarious. Oh my God, you guys. This is Natalie Joy Johnson from New York City and happy anniversary! The two of you, well, the three of you, the four of you, James and mom, mama, the moth have brought me so much joy over the past year and I just want you to keep bringing it.
2: Happy anniversary. So, what I am looking forward to the most when this quarantine is over is A frozen yogurt, but B going on a road trip <laughs> with you again. I I really we were we road trip very well and it seems like we're only road tripping to Amish Country, Pennsylvania, and back again. I don't know why. This is what we do, but um, we do we do drives, long drives, very well. And um, you and I just go to the driving range and back again. But when we have our quality time to travel, we do
3: get out of the car when we get to the driving range, though.
2: Oh, that yeah. I mean, except for the one time I think when it was closed, <laughs> and then we just sort of circled the block and went back, and we were rootless. We had nowhere to go. That's right. <laughs> But the the time in the car that we had together going down to Amish country for the first time, that was our first road trip we took. And I laughed for like 72 straight hours. Like I needed a nap. (laughs) I needed to sleep for like three days after that road trip because it was so eventful. So much stupid stuff happened to us. But specifically, you have an issue with, is this farmer's market? Yeah, we, we talk about this, that, that I didn't know you have some issues around going to areas with lots of people in them. So, of course, I whatever your Achilles heel is, I like to poke it. And I was like, let's go into a farmer's market with 5,000 people in an open-air food dining establishment situation and get some goodies. So here's what happened.
4: It,
3: oh. It's a lot of social anxiety a lot of social anxiety in big spaces a lot of
5: like i'm not very good at a club
2: oh who is though so
3: i'm standing there and i'm talking to chuck and all of a sudden i get this like like this whack <laughs> whack he's like hey hey
1: <laughs> hi like and i'm like
3: i was so like 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 arrested like i couldn't i was like what uh, uh, it it Who knows me here? And I'm like, oh, maybe someone listened to the podcast. And and I talk to him as if I am like
1: uh, Audrey Hepburn at her
3: her UNICEF uh, encounters. Like, oh, hi, how are you? Welcome. I am legend Audrey Hepburn. I'm like, you must recognize me from my podcast because I don't have a face. I I don't know what the fuck was going through my head. And I look at him and there's this guy with peanut butter colored teeth looks like gary Busey, and i th- is like 90 feet tall i'm like hi oh hi pleasure to meet you he like assault like I, you would have thought that he put his fingers through my rib cage to attack me with that like hi hi like where did a, like he a, hit like you on pecking, your body like a pecking duck <laughs> Like, and then chuck's like do you know him i'm like <laughs> 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 hey. I don't yeah, fucking know for anybody my many in this fucking town. To Do I look country? like this fucking lunatic?
2: <laughs> Wait, where did he hit you on your body?
3: It was like he hit me here, but it was like like it your was shoulder. Literally, it was like the I, I, it was as if someone were to like hit you with a, a like a flathead screwdriver, but like stab you with
2: it. There's nothing more aggressive than somebody tapping at you with two. Fingers. They could honestly punch you in the face, and it would be less aggressive than would, a double I, tap with the two fingers. I think
3: tapping is a very um, th- the inappropriate word. It was literally like a stabbing with fingers.
2: It was a drive-by. <laughs> so in then the he's box. like, "Hi,"
3: <clears throat> and Chuck looks at me. He's like, "Do you know him?" I like, "No, I don't know him." And then we're just standing there. I'm like, I'm standing there, and Chuck's a go like ordering his food, and I'm standing there. I'm like, "Is it? Did any it, is anybody?" Did, anybody here see that? Am I the only one? So then he like walks away and I'm watching him walk away. To see if he does it to anybody else. No,
1: <laughs> absolutely
3: not. Just like everything about him is like, un, like, you know, the shorts that are too long a shirt that's just like dirty and off the shoulder, like the peanut butter colored teeth, yeah. like the messed up Gary Busey hair from The Apprentice like, <laughs> so Aaron and I so I walk away. I'm like, Aaron, you'll never believe what the hell just happened? I was she's,
2: looking at some dangling meats when you came up to right. me. And some I'm, some E. coli like, on display. She's like,
3: That's terrible. Like, like as if like nobody really seemed to like. I could have been be murdered, and everyone would be like, "That's ah, a tough break." So <laughs> we're walking around, and we're looking at all like like these giant, the densest fudge or chocolate I've ever seen. I'm like, did someone just shit in a display case and you're selling it?" That is not. <laughs> of
2: course, I got a log appetizer. of it, and I had to bring the car around. We threw it on the top like a Flintstone <laughs> car, and it tipped over. <laughs>
3: like two brontosaurus burgers please and then uh, like so we're walking we're, we're walking around i'm like i have to i have to point out this man if i ever see him again and then it all said, hi how are you hi and i was like, son of a bitch where did you come from it's as if he just like shot up from the fucking floor and i'm like that's him as if i needed to say it to aaron I, he wants to buy it. I was and, like, "Hey, and, there's and your friend." Once again, I never see him do it to another person in the entire like this <laughs> in gi- this giant football field of, uh, <laughs> of Amish market. delights.
2: And the best part was our friend Chuck saying, "Do you know him?"
3: the The fact that <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like, an enclosed space with so many people. And I, I get my I get like a little bit like overwhelmed where like I have a hard time concentrating. So I'm trying to really just like focus on Chuck. Um so my anxiety doesn't go through the roof. <laughs> and when I get that that, that aggressive poke, it was as if someone um it, it's like,
2: you know like you.
3: Slaps, it's like when someone slaps you with like a wet towel, you know, cracks <laughs> you with a towel. It was kind of like that, like just being like all of a sudden like you didn't know like, oh, and then all of a sudden, like a bolt of lightning.
2: It's like somebody from then, PETA throwing paint on you all of a sudden, just jarring. But the best yeah, part was that yeah. you said at one point for a split second, you thought that he was a fan of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you got like very public relations about it all of a sudden. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? oh. It, like <laughs> You were like, oh, like, hi, hi. Do you want me to sign something for you?
3: Do you want to send your finger once you get it out of my sternum? Great. What would have been better had you not seen it and, and like he had turned around for a split second and he assaulted me and <laughs> Just trying to convince you that it just happened.
1: It was like it a was Seinfeld episode. I don't see
3: anything, Patty. No one was here. No, he literally was just here. There's no one. There's literally no one in this aisle. We're not it's even there. We're in a hotel room. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it was like this. It was really like a Seinfeld episode because you came up to me and I was like, "This celery is sweet," and then he walked by and was like, "Hey." <laughs> we were George and Elaine in that moment. You ever tried the celery. It's so sweet.
3: <laughs> you really, but the thing, like you weren't, I think when I was talking to you, you literally were just like, you were actually in like curious, like curious about the products that were around. So we weren't like, it was, it was just like, Oh my God, this is so great.
6: Look at the color of the wood, blah, blah,
3: blah. Look at her beard. All that. Like, just like, like, and then I was assaulted.
2: <laughs> For a second time in that market. And who would know? That in that moment, like, if you could fast forward, imagine if I said to you, like, in about six or seven months, we're going to do a live show here.
3: I, I wouldn't. I would not. I probably would have. Had you told me in that moment, I probably would have been like, well, obviously we're going to need a security team.
2: <laughs> we're going to need detail on us.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I'll see if I can work it into the, into the rider next time. I, I didn't even yeah. like, like I could never fast forward and and look into a crystal ball and be like, guess what? We're coming back for this sweet celery, uh, Gary Busey's brother, Kevin Busey, and uh, a live show <laughs> at the Fulton <laughs> Theater. Which, didn't you have so much fun the weekend of the live show?
3: Oh my God, so much fun.
2: I mean, first of all, you got there early, so we had quality time having drinks at the Belvedere and watching Kate Gosselin pass out at the bar.
3: I swear to... Have you ever seen the video of the, the drunk man being arrested and he, they're like, uh, I need your license and registration and he's in like, the office of the police officer and his wallet falls out of his hand and then he goes down to pick it up and then he stumbles, stumbles, stumbles and then it goes head first into the wall and then <laughs> as he gets back up, he stumbles out of the office and then back like 300 yards away in into another wall. That was what Kate Gosselin did <laughs> at the Belvedere. Kate
1: got she was the whole time on
3: her- just fucking yelling at her husband She's like, I'm her The strength's too strong I want a chicken wing, let's get pizza And then just turns around And then the trips on her duster And then just like ass over tits With her, can I see the manager haircut And then like <laughs> b- bailed on the carpet And crying. we
2: had already eaten like Two to seven pounds of lettuce Because we got a romaine A grilled romaine lettuce salad, or salad That was like The chewing, the cud chewing that had to happen, I was like, I don't have enough teeth for this. I need like a second level of teeth to just make my way through the salad. It took us two hours, and I made it halfway through. But then when you sit back and you realize they cut a head of lettuce in half and they put it on the grill, and you realize you're eating half a head of lettuce. Like you're just eating... I had to let, it was, it was, it's too much. It was too much. But all that roughage proved to be um, very handy for us. We had plenty of energy the next day for the live deer pod, which by the way, if anybody from Lancaster is listening and who came to that live show, thank you so much for coming out. It ended up being a packed audience. So much fun. Everybody had a blast. It was our first live show we've ever done. And I'm telling you what, it will not be our last, damn it.
3: That's correct.
2: We had a blast with everybody there. Correct. It was so it was so funny and it was just wild to also see it was like a learning curve for us because I thought, you know, we never done this live and 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 to see how people reacted to the articles themselves was such a good payoff. And I remember leaving there and I said to you I was like, "Oh my god, we actually like we have a show." <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me. <laughs>
1: We had like a beginning, a
6: middle, just,
2: and an end. We, just, we, had a, we had a show. Oh, but we, we just did a show. And they had a show. and it had, We had a specialty cocktail. We called my mother in the middle of it. It was like all there. We had a step and repeat. We were legit.
3: It was actually wonderful.
2: It was. It was, it was a celebration, and that reminds me of another celebration. Oh, speaking of celebration. Cool, gang <laughs> Better. Listen. So to celebrate this New Year's celebrate. episode... Celebrate! Holiday! Celebrate! With champagne! Celebrate! I like the... the oh! Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! I can't oh,
4: That scared the shit out of everybody in this room. I have never actually been around
2: a champagne cork that has gone off like that. And ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, Patrick is now dead. So in 2020, I'm going to be taking um, (laughs) resumes
4: (laughs) before he fell off of his chair. That's the shit. I have never, but now I know how to
2: react when a gunshot goes off, because my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the sound you just heard, aside from my co-host dying and crapping all over the floor, is champagne. That is right, we are ending this New Year simply with champagne that almost just killed at least two members of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Oh <laughs> shit. I forgot you know what, about that. what
3: really wonderful... Is like is that we're sitting there and we're just like joking. This is like how like like something in like a movie happens. Everyone's just having a good time. Everyone's just like relaxing, just like riffing or whatever. And then a gunshot. Because well, for those of you that don't know, we're not that far from one another. So the and the where we're recording. So we're having a good time. And this the champagne must have been shaken. A thousand times, because it had shot, the cork shot out of that bottle, and I thought I was on the grassy knoll. I, I mean, I...
4: <laughs> Wait, I was going to say, it was like
2: Gettysburg. It was like a cannonball. It had all of the power behind it. It, 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 it like, had the media behind it. It was so powerful. It was like...
3: It, it, it was. I, I, I mean, it, that's why I was like, oh, my God, I thought... Because you know you're re- you're like, did I just get, did I get hit by something? Because you didn't feel anything. It was just the sound was so booming.
2: The velocity, like I'm so. I wonder if you ever looked up like deaths incurred by champagne pops because that oh had so much power behind it. I'm pretty sure it dented the ceiling and you fell off your chair. And I really thought I was going to wet myself. Like that was that was how we started <laughs> off this year, you guys. We started off 2020 with a gunshot, and we've been living in fear ever since.
6: Happy anniversary, everybody. This is Jim Ferris, also known to the DeerPod community as James
3: Jules Ferris, and I am the producer of DeerPod. So, you know, you can blame me. I just want to take a moment to thank you all for embracing our little show, our first year out. Thank you for your emails, Twitters, Instagrams, shoutouts, and overall support that you have given Dear Pod this past year. When the three of us developed this show, all we wanted to do was to make you laugh. And I think that seems to be working. Keep the faith, my friends. We are here for you. When things get too intense out there, grab a specialty cocktail, put on your headphones, And let Aaron and Patrick and Ann and Abby remind you that laughing too much can be dangerous. Because, you know, you can spill your drink.
2: I am super excited about this week's specialty cocktail because we have a very special guest that is going to be leading us through this whole cocktail.
3: Oh, my God. Who is it?
2: I know. Get ready. Share. No. (laughs) Um, but, um, you're going, you're about to meet our, um, out of town mixologist, our socially distant mixologist. You're about to meet him, but I think we need to bring him in with a song. Don't you? It's time for...
4: Specialty cocktail, specialty, cocktails, specialty, specialty drink. drink. We survived one year and we have a guest. Is, he's I'm calling
5: sure in
2: because he's dumb, not dumb. allowed to be here unless he drinks on the front lawn. Ooh. Hello. <gasps> ben
5: Jeffrey. Oh, hello, my darling. Senior How
2: mixologist. Are Patty, are you there?
5: Caller, I'm there. How are you, my darlings? How oh, are my- both listen, I do I love listening to the show and I-, I hope you're both well and surviving in this strange time.
2: Oh, thank you, Ben Jeffrey. And the same to you. You're out in Queens, New York right now in the epicenter Hi, of hell. Um oh, well,
5: we're fortunately we are the we're the zip code over from the epicenter of hell. We are a a story, despite the fact that we have a large population of elderly Greek and Italians, uh, we're doing okay so far.
2: But you have the Sounds best food. like a food. quiet
5: neighborhood. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's really quiet now. Like, it gets frickin' weird here at night, but that's okay, you know.
2: Now, here's the tea, dear listeners. Uh, our Ben Jeffrey of the Hakuna Hut fame in old, the center of old Broadway, has been our mixologist to the stars uh, for pretty much half of our episodes, you've been developing cocktails specifically for
5: Depod. It was, it was, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jim and I, uh, Tim being sort of the co uh, collaborator of the Hakuna Hut much of the time, Jim, I feel like Jim started, uh, Jim came to me not long after you decided you were going to start having specialty cocktails. Oh, yes. And said, hey, let's come up with one. And then it's been kind of a fun little pet project that we've gotten to work on together, which, you know, we have at this point even recorded a couple of videos that we will eventually release yes, to we the public. Will. Uh, the, and the caveat should be with all of this, that I am not a professional anything. I've literally never tended a bar professionally in my life. Um, so this is just, I, I do, however, I love alcohol. Uh, and That's I all love you a need. Good, you know i'd love a good cocktail and 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 it, this has been a very fun little thing to do especially being given a team It's sort of made me branch into areas that i would not normally go to on my own so it's been a great deal of fun for me
2: and it's been fun oh, to watch ahead. you develop this one for our very special one year anniversary because what he'll do is he'll come up with an idea for a cocktail put it together and then send it to my jewels who will then take it on a little road test a little mm-hmm. litmus mm-hmm. test hey Hey, Patty, Mm. I'm so sorry that you can't be here for this specialty cocktail. I'm very excited about this, and I have not tried it yet. Um, Would you like to tell the people... What it is called, and give us the tasting notes on it before we try anything.
4: Oh, I would
5: just I would just love to. and I'm so excited to be a part of the one year anniversary. We're episode. so excited it's, to
2: have you yeah,
5: and 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 we've got to give I've actually got to give uh, Dr. McGuire over there a little bit of credit for this one because I, I was trying to come up with something fun and fancy to celebrate the one year anniversary. Yeah, and course. she said, she said, well, what if we take it back to the beginning? What if we what if we came up with something based around a rum ball? And I thought, that sounds like a great deal of fun. Mm. So this is, this is the rum ball. Uh, but now I have to say this. The Maha uh, Bar and Lounge is much more well-stocked than my basement. So uh, I didn't have, you know, I sourced some ingredients here. Uh, came up with a little idea that's going to give you some, you know, you're going to have. So obviously the base ingredient is rum. Um, and I wanted to try a couple different things that I didn't have, but Jim did. So you should be getting several different iterations of this beverage. To see which one you like the most, but the idea was to bring out uh, some of the, like, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of the, the vanilla and the oaky spices that you get from a good-aged rum, uh, and, and to give you sort of something that reminisces the, the rum ball but isn't a gross, sickly, sweet cotton. Like That's the sort actual of the, rum
2: we, ball itself that we exactly. have.
5: Exactly. So, something that made, now, obviously, it's rum-based, it's based on a rum ball, so it's going to have sweetness to it, but we didn't want to, uh, we didn't want to veer into uh, gross, Spring break, strawberry daiquiri land. Amen. I thank you for that. So, that we try, I generally try not to do that because I'm a grown up and I think if (laughs) you have to cover your alcohol with that much shit, you should probably (laughs) just drink soda.
2: Yeah, if you're drinking espresso martinis, then you're a real housewife of New York.
5: That is, yeah, yeah, that's, and I don't, I just don't really have time for that.
2: So, walk us through the rumble. What is, what are the, I, I see that there's two different drinks in front of me.
5: Well, so the so I sort of was looking for something that I could use rum with that wouldn't get too too crazy. So one of the inspirations for it was a Chicago fizz, which is you you do it's part rum, it's part port, it's uh, oh. egg white, and a little bit of lemon juice, uh, and then uh, and then you shake that up and, and, and serve it with a little soda. But we didn't want to use the soda, uh, so we did. We there's one of those that's going to be part uh, it's going to be rum port. Uh, egg white, and uh, just a little bit of dark cocoa powder. Oh and that's what's going to give you that chocolate. So when you shake it up, it mixes up really nicely. And the other one is just me sort of figuring out things in my house. So that one is rum and bourbon. Uh, just it's straight the, up. Yeah. Well, no, rum with the chocolate uh, powder and, and, and an egg white. So it's two sort of two variations on that scene. The rum being sort of the main thing but we wanted to give it something else to give it a little more body. Rum, it's hard to work in cocktails without a lot of citrus most of the time, which is why most of the rum drinks you see are tiki drinks, right? Um, because because rum being grown in the tropics works really, really well with citrus fruits, lime, orange lemon, stuff like that.
2: Makes sense.
5: Stands yeah, So to this, reason. Yeah, So but since we didn't want to do a super tiki-ish drink, we wanted something that was reminiscent of a rum ball, but also something that you would want to drink a lot of maybe when you're in a quarantine, uh, we decided to to throw something else in there to just sort of round it out and give it a little more depth. And so I do hope you enjoy. Sweet. It was so much fun to work on these things. And, and it was even kind of fun to have the challenge of not having my usual accoutrement and ingredients to draw from. At the. Hakuna. And how to so. create
2: blind. This needs to be the new reality show. So right now I'm going to taste the one that has the port in it.
5: Uh, yes. Okay. I'm very interested to see how that one tastes
4: that Zowie? Oh, she goes right to your jaw.
5: Mm-hmm. And then she
4: slaps yeah. you. That's gonna, that's well,
5: so now this lemon. is. Oh, oh, and how is it? How is it with the lemon? How do you guys like it?
2: It zings it up. I actually. I like it because it's yeah. chocolatey, but it has a, um, you know how like, you know what it reminds me of? You know how you hmm. get orange chocolate. Yeah, Like, mm-hmm. yeah, when I lived in London, I would always get one of those chocolate orange things. And I was like, what a good idea. They're mixing mm-hmm. a citrus with a chocolate. How fancy.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: I enjoy that thoroughly. And the other one is just the chocolate, the bourbon and the rum. And it's got mm-hmm. dark cocoa powder in it. The,
6: the more in that one.
2: I disagree. This, the Can't second one. I like that I'm having like a a whole taste test in the middle of the afternoon with my jewels and nobody else is here because... I was going to say,
5: you're the only one who gets to do it. Patrick and I, I'm the one who designed the fucking thing and I'm like, what does it taste like? And you can't try it.
2: Like the other one, the second one has, if you heated it up, this would be a winter, a cool winter beverage because it's like Mm -hmm. hot cocoa, But it has bourbon and rum in it, so it Mm -hmm. has more of like a hot cocoa made iced serendipity but without the price tag feel. Yes, Uh, yes. But the port one, I think, is my favorite.
5: I I thought that that would work better. I just didn't, you know, I'm weird in that I don't have a lot of port on hand. In my not house. many people
2: do unless you live in the eighteen hundreds and you I was
5: just <laughs> you was just slap people because, with a glove. Uh, because apparently Jim Ferris is actually like a ninety-five-year-old woman from Victoria in England. So
2: I mean, have you seen how he dresses?
5: Listen, both of you, whenever I listen to the podcast, you try this is like my favorite thing is that unless I've made you something that's basically like a gin spritz, you're both like, oh,
1: oh so <laughs> strong,
5: oh my god, oh Mm, bones and, mm, and I've got hair on my balls and, mm, <laughs> and, mm, <laughs> and I was like, do you people even drink alcohol?
2: Like what the shit? Look, you you gave us something that was really intense one time and it involved crowberry liqueur. And if anybody knows what the hell crowberry oh. liqueur is, I will eat this prison oh. cheesecake again. Oh no,
5: nobody does. That was the whole point. That was the Reykjavik confidential. There it is, was, you remember. I was so- I was so proud of that one because you should it, that, be. you guys, that was you guys were doing the confidential one and it was the one where, where you were reading things where they where she only published the answers.
4: The
2: Reykjavik confidential was wild. there, there yeah. have been like there have been some phenomenal cocktails on this show and by the way, we Absolutely. have been accumulating all the recipes and we're keeping them and we're gonna That's build great. it into a book that our sure. listeners will be able to purchase around christmas time. It's going to be amazing. Oh, oh and Oh and in addition that? to our recipe book because the hell with dear abby, she shouldn't be the only one that can create a recipe book using like
5: yeah, fruit from, from
2: concentrate that bitch
5: and fucking seven <laughs> up in her in her cakes and shit. Like oh, I, no, you know. n- <laughs> don't even knock a seven up in
2: a cake until you've tried it. But we have been accumulating all of these recipes, so we're going to put them together and and make them all pretty and hardbound, and you're going to be able to buy them for people around Christmas time. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to be rolling out videos that you, Ben Jeffrey, have performed with my jewels here in the Hakuna. (laughs) Oh, not the Hakuna Hut. Where are we? We're in In, the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. You came over and you guys filmed some videos of you creating some of our specialty cocktails. So So,
5: if you think it's great fun, always great fun to come to the Maha'a bar. Oh, though. well, that's thank good, you.
2: You are a no, rock star. Please. We love you, Ben Jeffrey.
5: Oh, listen, I they love you. Guys. Congrats on a year. That's wonderful news. I love the podcast. I think you guys are amazing. Oh, I love you.
2: Well, I'm going to kick us off by saying thank you, Patty, for being here with me in a room or not in a room, or socially distant, or in Amish country, or at the golf course, or in our backyard, or going to Coda and having salty salads with me. This has been a phenomenal year. I'm excited to see what the next year brings, especially when we can be in a room together again.
3: If that'll ever happen. For a second, I thought Jim wanted us to do something like Barbra Streisand and Judy Garland. And when he was literally saying that, I was like, does he want us to sing Get Happy and Happy Days Are Here Again? <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't know if I I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm definitely in costume because that's just, that's just what happens during this
2: Because what else are you um, gonna do? And it's funny, I have my book right here, so forget your troubles. <laughs> Come on, get happy. <laughs> I have um, to say, it's yeah, been a I wild would,
1: ride. I just
3: this has been so much fun and I don't think I've laughed consistently this much in a long ass time and I think that's what people love about the podcast is like they're you know when when you are around people that are making each other laugh all of a sudden you kind of forget about you know whatever's you know going on in your own life and you make me fucking gasp for air (laughs) and Jim also does but in a different way because he's knocked the wind out of me
2: (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> with a champagne, with the champagne cork
3: <laughs> <laughs> and yep. for everyone else that, that's listening you know it's like the little podcast that could you know we're you know we do this because we have so much fun and um if, if all you guys were listening uh you know or obviously you're enjoying it just as much as, as we are and we cannot thank you enough um we we feed on your uh your feedback and your um <laughs> your little, little uh, quips about our, our, little, our little stick here. Yeah, your um,
2: shout-outs, your text messages, anything that you ever send us. I mean, it's been yeah. wild to hear from, from, well, in your case, a lot of people coming out of the woodworks from your past to let you know that they hear you. I mean, look, they're listening to us in France and Spain, and I can't imagine how um, how we interpret over there, like what, <laughs> what they <laughs> must hear must be amazing um, it's been awesome for everybody thank you so much for reaching out to us continue to do it continue to follow it follow us on everything at dear Pot official and reach out on Instagram let us know that we're making you laugh during a really weird time we're here for you babies and we're gonna keep doing this until somebody comes and shuts us down
3: that's right and they might <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm surprised. Vivid, you know, and
3: Vivid Entertainment might shut say. us down.
2: Once we get picked up by Vivid Entertainment, all bets are off. <laughs> Dear thank Pod, you. the triple X version. <laughs> Dear in your pod. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Patty, for being an awesome co-host.
3: Thank you both for letting me play in your sandbox.
2: Don't talk about my box.
3: I'm sorry. It's on fire!
2: (laughs) I think that's pretty good, don't you?